and welcome to Thursday's Live with Chug. My name is Neha Mahajan. I'm the Business Development and Outreach Manager at Chug CPAs and LLP. Now, you know, holiday season is upon us. Can you believe it? In just about seven weeks, we will be entering 2022. 2021 is coming to an end. Uh, last week, it was Diwali. Thanksgiving is coming up and then Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's. And before you know it, we will be in 2022 where our tax people, tax professionals, accountants, they will come knocking on our doors asking for us to start preparing for the tax season. And just in that anticipation, I thought, why not talk about you know, tax planning and holiday season. As you know, there's still plenty opportunities for individuals and small businesses for everybody really to save during this holiday season. So how do we do it? Uh, especially because the regulatory environment is constantly changing. Well, I might not have all, all the answers, but I know of two folks who can answer any questions you may have. I have our CPA, and team lead, Ashleen Sahani, and accounting team lead, Yamini Jain, from our Virginia offices, joining us today. Good afternoon, ladies, and welcome. Thank you so much, Neha, for the nice, lovely introduction. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure, you know, when you think about holidays, really, you think about spending. You don't really think about savings. So when I talk about savings and holidays, it seems like, you know, it seems completely off. But there, there right. are opportunities, right? And Yamini, I would really begin with you. Um, there were a lot of changes that the 2021 tax season brought upon, you know, individuals and businesses. What are some of the changes that you see for individuals, especially for the 2021 tax year? Absolutely, Neha, I can uh, explain a couple of them. So um, there have been a lot of tax changes and tax planning areas where you can definitely do planning before the year ends and at the same time take tax advantage for the tax year 2021. So to begin with, I would start with the basic standard deduction. So for all the tax filers, good news is there have been a slight increase in the limits uh, while filing their tax return. So for example, married couples can claim up to 25,100 as against 24,800 for 2020. Singles can claim up to 12,550 as against 12,400 for 2020. And head of household filers can get up to 18,800 from the uh, as the standard deduction as against 18,650. So while you file your tax returns, you can definitely get advantage for this from the slight increase in these limits. Um, now let's move on to another deduction, which is the charitable deduction. As we all are aware, before 2020, we were only allowed to take standard deductions for the filer normally claiming standard deductions. But in 2020, there was another deduction that was allowed in addition to standard deduction, which was $300 per filer. But the good news now is this limit has been, uh, the limit has remained same. However, instead of if you're doing a married filing, instead of one filer, you can claim up to $600. So please make sure if you're filing your return, you can uh, get the advantage of $600 for the joint tax return. Another important point to note here is that 
earlier the deduction uh, charitable deduction was allowed up to 60% of your agi now this limit has been increased to 100% so i would highly recommend with the holiday season around you can look at opportunities to donate towards a good cause and at the same time avail the tax benefit benefits all right that sounds really interesting and not just individuals i think uh, a lot of uh, high net worth taxpayers you know they look for philanthropy they look for ways to donate and also save on taxes i mean that's a secret but well it's out now <laughs> especially during the holiday <laughs> season right now this is exactly why we have giving tuesday that happens in november for a reason right now what are some of the ways uh, you know or uh, for for high worth um, taxpayers to save are there any recommendations and i think um, i'll request ashley to answer this yes uh, absolutely neha so i would definitely like to you know point out on capital gains uh, presently there are no major changes in capital gains we are aware that short term capital gains are taxed at ordinary rates and long term capital gains are taxed at the percentage is set by irs you know it ranges from 0 to 20% depending on the income limits uh, the major uh, change that we are expecting uh, is biden president biden is looking to tax uh, people with gross income of more than a million dollars Uh, they want to tax the long term capital gain at ordinary rates it can impact hugely to you know people incurring people having uh, long term capital gains so presently the maximum rate is 20% for high net worth people it could go up to 40% of taxes so definitely you know before this rule comes into uh, picture or before they actually put it into rule uh, definitely plan around it and see if you know you're looking to have the huge capital gains in near future you know uh, prepone the transaction or somehow plan around it that way you are able to you know avoid that extra taxes that president biden and biden administration is looking to tax high net worth individuals uh, also to add a little bit here you know you can consider reinvesting in opportunity zone funds and you can consider 1031 exchange uh, in case of real property these are some cases you know you should definitely consult your tax advisor because here you can plan tremendously if you have the right advice yeah absolutely and uh, just to add a little bit of a disclaimer here uh, whatever we're discussing today is for informational purposes only if you need you know a specific tax or accounting related advice please reach out to us info@chug.com that's the way we can look into your you know uh, situation whatever your questions are we can answer them or we could try and answer them now that we are live on various platforms you may be watching us on linkedin youtube or facebook wherever you are watching us drop in a hi send us your questions and you know our experts are here our cpa and team lead ashley insani and our accounting team lead yamini jain from virginia offices now you know we ashley you spoke about high net worth uh, indi uh, individuals right and the taxpayers uh they could save using the recommendations uh, that you just gave what about those who rely on child and dependent tax credit do you have any suggestions for them you know are there any changes for them you you told us about uh, president biden's plan um for taxing high income earners right 
Yes, um, I can family. take that question. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can take that question, Neha. Uh, definitely. I mean, I'm sure people with kids are looking forward to any tax credit or any dependent child tax credit to claim their deductions. So first change that has come is the child tax credit. Now, child tax credit has increased from 2000, which is the existing limit to 3600 for kids who are with uh, for kids under five years and to do $3,000 for children over five. Also note that the credit is fully refundable as against the partial refundable uh, until the previous years. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you might have already started receiving those monthly payments. Another similar uh, uh, credit that has come is the child and dependent tax credit for, for people who send their kids to daycare and other uh, care facilities, care centers, and in US it is pre, uh, very common. So just like child tax credit, uh, uh, the child and dependent credit is also fully refundable. The maximum credit percentage has also jumped from 35% to 50%, and credit is allowed up to $8,000 in expenses for one child or disabled person, and $16,000 for more than one. So definitely, uh, Neha, there has been a change in the credit tax, uh, uh, child tax credit limit and child and dependent tax credit, which uh, a lot of people uh, would be able to take advantage of. Yeah, and I think the final payments for this year are, are coming around. I think I read in the news yes. that I think the right. final payments are just about happening now. Right. A lot of people must have already been uh, receiving those monthly payments. Yes, you're right. Yeah, okay. So, you know, a lot of people, um, and I'll move on to uh, retirement plans, right? So we, we discussed about uh, high net worth uh, taxpayers. We discussed about, um, you know, those who use tax credit um, for child and dependents. What about those who, who use various retirement plans to save, you know? Can you elaborate on how that uh, really works, Yamini? Yes. Definitely, I can do that. Uh, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you would have been waiting for this area to begin in the presentation because this is one of the most important areas where tax planning can be done. So uh, I would start with the first plan, which is the 401k plan. Uh, 401k plan is the plan which is basically regulated by your employer. If your employer has 401k plan in place, then each taxpayer can contribute. I mean, a taxpayer can contribute up to 19,500 and an additional of 6,500 if you're over 50 years. Now, uh, one thing to note here is this is pre-tax. That is dollar to dollar deduction of the amount contributed. You will get the tax benefit of the dollar to dollar deduction of the amount contributed. Uh, at the same time, your employer can also contribute towards 401k. Depending on your company policies, an employer can choose to allocate a percentage of your uh, salary or they can have a fixed amount that they can contribute. Uh, the due date for uh, still uh, contributing towards 401k is uh, 31st December. So if somebody has not taken the advantage, please go ahead, consult your advisors and start contributing to 401k plans. Uh, uh, moving on to the Roth uh, IRAs. Basically, uh, there are two types of uh, IRAs. One is the traditional IRA and another one is the Roth IRA. 
if your employer does not maintain um, uh, 401k, you can go ahead and start contributing towards traditional IRAs. Your allowed contribution per year is $6,000 and an additional of $1,000 if you're up over 50 years. This is again a pre-tax amount that you contribute. And good thing is you can contribute a, a, uh, by the tax filing date, which is April 15, 2022. So you have time to plan around, you have time to contribute towards uh, uh, traditional IRA. The only thing that needs to be, uh, you need to be mindful of are the deduction phase out limits that have been uh, defined by the IRAs uh, for uh, traditional, I uh, traditional IRA. We have something called uh, moving on to the Roth IRA. Uh, one of the basic questions that everybody asks or comes is what is the difference between traditional IRA and Roth IRA. Yeah. Unlike 401k or traditional IRA, Roth IRA is post-tax. That means whatever you contribute towards Roth IRA is after tax from your net paycheck. So what that means is, how is that beneficial to you? The important benefit is if you decide to withdraw your, I mean, whenever you withdraw your contribution after 59 and a half years, your initial contribution as well as the growth that has happened in that account is all tax free. So basically you pay tax now and you pay tax later. Uh, the current limit is $6,000 per taxpayer and additional of $1,000 if you're over 50 years and you can still continue to uh, contribute by uh, uh, April 15, 2022. And uh, just like traditional IRA, you have to be mindful of uh, deduction phase out limits here. Uh, for uh, married filers, for couples, the limit is uh, the phase out starts from $198,000 to $208,000. Uh, please be remember uh, deduction thresholds for both traditional as well as Roth IRA. Now that we have touched upon the retirement accounts for individuals, uh, I would just like to uh, briefly uh, touch upon the uh, individual, I mean, uh, con um, retirement accounts for self employed people. Just like we have 401k for self-employed people, we have something called solo 401k. An employer can contribute on behalf of the employee. And since you are an assumed employee for a self-employed business, an employer can contribute in 401k and take the tax benefit. Uh, another advantage, another benefit which is available to um, self-employed people is um, SEP IRA. SEP IRA is very uh, similar to your traditional IRA or Roth IRA. The only difference is an employer can contribute up to 19,500 uh, on your behalf to a maximum of 57,000, which includes 19,500. So I would again like to emphasize this is a very important uh, tax planning tool and uh, if you haven't already uh, contributed towards these funds, uh, we still have time, especially for traditional IRAs, which is uh, till the tax filing date. So uh, start planning and uh, we can contribute. You can contribute towards these retirement accounts. That is a lot of information, Yami. <laughs> thank God we are live and this, uh, you know, <laughs> will be available to people for people to kind of go back and forth and understand it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are a lot of deadlines and a lot of information. So 401k, right. you spoke about traditional IRA, you spoke about Roth IRA, and what was the fourth one? I, I forgot already. <laughs> Which is solo IRA, so, uh, solo 401k and uh, SEP SEP IRAs.
Okay, all right. So people, this is exactly why you need uh, an expert accountant and CPA for reference, right? Now you realize the importance of, you know, these experts that are with us spending their time and talking to us about it. Yeah, I'm going to thank you so much for, you know, answering that. Now, I'll, I'll, uh, I have a question for Ashley. And Ashley, you know, since the onset of the pandemic, really, a lot of US citizens have been living abroad, right? And uh, when they file, you know, their taxes, their returns, are there any changes for them? Should they be cognizant of uh, what's going on and what should they really be doing? Uh, absolutely, Neha. So not a lot of changes, but you know, uh, as we are aware, US tax is global income for its citizens. So no matter where you live, you need to file a tax return in the United States, right? So uh, the major changes that uh, right now, citizens settled abroad can claim a foreign earned income exclusion. So the limits for that has increased and even for foreign housing exclusion. So the, 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 both the limits have increased uh, slightly. So definitely keep in mind uh, these limits before you file your 2021 taxes. All right. And if you need any guidance in filing your taxes, we have um, Ashley Sani, who's a CPA and team lead. And we have uh, Yamini Jen, who's an accounting team lead um, from our Virginia offices. If you have any questions for them, uh, you can comment below right now, or if you're watching after the live is over, if you're watching a recorded version of this discussion, send us your questions, info at chug.com. Um, you know, 20, um, 2021 really brought some big changes in the way businesses deal, you know, and the way they run. Are there any important changes for them to, you know, stay cognizant about? What is it that the businesses must focus, you know, um, on to plan for savings this year, uh, since we are approaching the end of this year, and also next year, you know, 2022 is literally knocking on our doors already. Yes, absolutely. You know, for businesses, Neha, actually, you pointed out rightly, uh, it's not only about present 2021, they have to look at a bigger picture, you know, basically zoom out and then uh, look yeah. at it just 2021, previous years, future years, right? So definitely, I would like to point out, there are a tremendous, tremendous areas where you can plan around, but I would like to point out a few areas. Um, first being net operating losses, you know, a lot of businesses have incurred losses in pandemic also, and then they've had NOLs being in their taxes for so long. So the changes have been tremendous. The major change that we see from next year is earlier net operating losses can be carried back or carried forward to set off their income, but now it can only be carried forward indefinitely. Uh, also, in addition to that, earlier you could have set off up to 100% of your income next year, but now it's up to 80% of your income. So if you have an NOL of say $100,000 remaining, which you can set off against income, it could be only against 80% of your income in next year. So, you know, definitely businesses can strategize around this if they have any pending NOLs with them. Uh, they can accelerate income into 2021. They can offset depreciation. There are a lot of areas where, you know, this can be looked upon if any business have those lying around. So I would definitely recommend them to, you know, consult their tax advisor, reach out to us. Either way, you know, we can guide them on this. Yes. Um, another thing I would like to add is interest expense limitation. 
a lot of times, you know, businesses have debt financing versus equity financing. And they tend to go towards debt because they want, you know, they get interest expense deduction. Uh, equity, they, uh, they want to keep it to few people because they don't want to, you know, diversify the control of the company. Uh, but uh, another point to note here is that interest expense deduction, which we get for debt financing, you know, earlier we used to get 30%, the limit was 30% of adjusted taxable income. And now uh, earlier, what that defined was that you could add back depreciation and amortization, uh, which really means that you'll have a higher amount against which you're claiming 30%. But now not anymore, you cannot add back depreciation and amortization. So that literally means you have a lower interest expense um, deduction. So I would definitely recommend to, you know, uh, review your debt versus equity and see what has been beneficial in future years. So businesses take note. That is some important piece of advice coming from our CPA and team lead, Ashley and Sari, Sani from our Virginia office. And if you have any questions for us, we are live right now on LinkedIn, YouTube and Facebook. You could leave us your comments. If you're watching us uh, as a recorded version, send, your, send us your questions, info at chug.com. Now, Ashleen, you know, since you are our in-house expert, you're, in, you're a CPA, I wouldn't leave any opportunity to learn more about savings, you know. Um, do you have any specific rec recommendations for anybody, really, looking to save this holiday season? Yes. So I would like to point out again, you know, a couple of pointers for businesses and a couple of pointers for individuals. So businesses, you know, there are some tax credits out there. Number one being employee retention credit. And I'm sure a lot of, you know, businesses are already aware about it. It is yeah. currently scheduled to expire by the end of December. Uh, so by December 2021, it's over, right? We've been getting, basically this credit is, people were get, businesses were getting up to $7,000 per employee per quarter, which is a huge amount, especially with people with a lot of employees, right? Uh, so now we have only one quarter remaining. Definitely determine your eligibility and see if you can make use of this government provided credit. Another one would be R&D credit, which is research and development credit. Uh, I would say primarily for IT businesses. You know, I have seen a lot of IT companies and clients who really are not even aware about this and they do not utilize this credit properly. So, you know, I would definitely recommend to reflect into your activities. And if you have some eligible R&D activities, you know, go for this credit. You get it at federal level and at state level, and you can benefit hugely from this. You know, it, it really helps the businesses, you know, to get those extra extra credits from the government, you know, and help them sustain also. Um, for individuals, you know, uh, there are a few more pointers. You know, Yamini has really detailed out everything wonderfully, um, but few, few points to add out, I would say, is uh, you can... In, uh, invest for your kids future, you know, invest in five to nine plans that can help you even with state deduction. And then, you know, it, it is beneficial for your person, for your child's future as well. Um, then, you know, if you have medical expenses, make sure you are claiming them if you're itemizing your deductions. Um, Self-employed people, um, Yamini has already pointed out on the retirement side of that. I would like to add that kindly focus on, you know, the home office, the mileage expenses. These are some expenses that are really overlooked. 
and you know they can definitely help in saving you taxes especially now that everybody is primarily working from home really absolutely. you know absolutely absolutely yeah. it's a, it's a, it's it, it definitely provides we we definitely notice this that they reduce help in reducing taxes uh then you know for high net worth clients estate planning you know it's a huge topic in itself but i would definitely recommend estate planning you know by setting up living trusts uh, irrevocable trust revocable trust uh, each one of them has its own benefits you know consult legal counsel and tax advisor for this but this is this could really help you in long run you know this is this is a great tax planning tool but this is a huge topic and due to paucity yeah. of time i'm not going to stretch on it but definitely if anybody needs any advice you know we are there and you've already shared the information so that is great Yes, info at chook.com. You can send us your questions. And I also want to reiterate a disclaimer that whatever we're discussing today is uh, not, uh, you know, accounting or CPA related advice. Uh, this is only for informational purposes. If you have a question that you would like for our experts to answer, you could leave the comment in the comment section, or you could send us an email at info at chook.com and we'll be more than happy to help you in whatever situation you are in. Uh, words of wisdom really coming from Ashleen Sani. Now, you know, we're reaching towards the end of our 30 minute live today. Um, Yamini, you know, if you were to summarize in just about like five points for anybody who wants a quick recap on, for those who are joining us now and want a quick recap, what are those top five points, takeaways that they must know of from today's discussion? Sure. Thank you, uh, Neha. So first is I would like to tell everybody, be philanthropic. Be contributor uh, towards a charitable cause this holiday season. Benefit society, benefit yourself, take the tax advantage. So again, to reiterate, you can take the advantage of uh, charitable contribution uh, this year up to 100% of your AGI. So go ahead and uh, do the charitable contributions. Um, again, I would like to say uh, retirement accounts is a great uh, planning tool. So go ahead, look at your retirement accounts, 401k, if nothing has been invested or if your employer does not maintain 401k, invest in your IRA, um, IRAs, whether it is traditional or Roth IRA, but look at your retirement accounts, uh, plan around this. This, will, this is not only for your tax benefits right now, this is also for your future. Save for your future. Uh, so uh, I mean, I cannot um, emphasize more on retirement planning. Um, Ashleen, would you like to add more? Any few uh, other? Definitely, Amini. Uh, those are wonderful points. So, you know, even we should uh, keep a note of them. Um, yeah. I would definitely recommend, like I've mentioned, capital gains. You know, we expect huge changes. So definitely monitor those. Uh, and then the credits, ERC credits, it's scheduled to expire this end of this month. So that's another area where we can look into. Over to you, Neha. All right, that is that was some wonderful advice for all of you who joined us today in today's discussion. Thank you so much for joining us. We are reaching towards the end of our discussion. If you have any questions, any concerns, anything you want to you know discuss with us, send us an email info at chug.com. My name is Neha Mahajan. I'm the business development and uh, outreach manager at Chug. Uh, CPAs and LLP. And today I'm joined by Ashleen Sahani, who's a CPA and team lead, and Yamini Jain, um, who's an accounting uh, team lead from our Virginia offices. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, I will see you again next week, next Thursday. Take care.